Uh, in the lead up to the election, we spoke to a number of candidates, and one we spoke to was Darlene Tana, standing for the Green Party in the Tamaki Makoto uh, electorate. She didn't win the electorate race, but she is in Parliament on the Green Party list. She's with me now. Uh, kia ora, Darlene. O morena e hoa, o tira morena kia tatau, e te whanau putanui te motu. Good morning everybody. Well congratulations first up on on your election as a member of parliament. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean describe the, the feeling for us that you, you know on that Saturday night when the, the numbers were coming through. Okay. Hmm. Saturday night. Because eh? you currently the the last one in on the list, Precisely. right? Precisely. Yep. I think I squeezed in with about 96% of the counts having been achieved. So it was really touch and go there for for, uh, for a fraction, um, being number number 13 on the list. And, um, of course, we, we had 13 sitting up there in terms of number of seats and for much of the evening. But uh, with our amazing Tamantha Paul taking out uh, Wellington City, um, she was not on the list, so that pumped me to number 14. So it was touch and go, but in the end we got there. Yeah, elation, relief, um, all kinds of things really uh, when we look at how the, the votes landed overall. And, uh, you know, once once special votes have been counted, you may pick up a, a 14th MP. Yeah, well... So uh, you'll no longer be making the tea? Making the tea. No, there'll be someone else. There'll be someone <laughs> I can, else. To I can tell you, it's such a change out, eh? Because you, you asked me about induction and, and things like that. Yeah, you'll get into that, yeah. Yeah. So n- I'm not even allowed to make a cup of tea. It's weird. It's weird, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so on the night, you had that kind of, I suppose, for you, particularly kind of nail biting. Are you going to make it? Are you not? I mean, 96, <laughs> that was what, about half past 11? You must have figured I'm in. I'll be very, very honest. So we were in town um, at the Green Party celebrations um, down on the waterfront and look at about quarter to ten in the evening. I just said, blow this. This is just too intense. And I had my kids there and my husband, my mum and my sister. And we, you know, I, I could just see the, the stress. And I just, and I just said, um, can we go home, folks? And, and so, you know, we jumped on the 10.15 boat, we grabbed a hot chocolate on the boat, we felt so much better, we got to Waiheke, we got home, we put on our PJs and just crashed. It was great. Yeah. So, um, you know, you the 13, potentially 14 MPs for the Greens, and, you know, we saw in the coverage on election night, there was... I mean, I think elation would be a fair way to describe the the reaction of you know of, of Chloe Swarbrick and, and of the of Mother Davidson and Paul, the, yeah, of, the Green of leaders. Julianne Jenton, Rongotai. Yeah, elation is actually a, a fair word. But it's bittersweet though, right? Because I mean, you're firmly in opposition, and and perhaps unlike uh, in the past where there's been arrangements with National, it doesn't really look like that's on the cards, right? To progress in anything. Well, look, op- opposition, what does that mean? What, what I'm told is that the Greens have had many of their biggest wins while from a position of opposition. You know, and we've, we've been going as a party for, now, what, 30 years, something like that. So, And when I think about experience on how to get stuff done inside the House and I look across the MPs that are there, I mean, there's a heck of a lot of experience just in the seven, you know, already sitting MPs for the Green Party and... Um, so I, th- I think it'll be just fine. It will be what it will be. At the end of the day, the people ha- take the decision 
Um, and I think I said that in my last show, eh? Kea koutou te mana. That, that mana is yours and, and, and that's that. And we will need to work across uh, Parliament to for the betterment of all. So let's kind of step back a bit. I mean, what what drew you into politics and, and to standing, wanting to be a member of Parliament? Sure. I think um, I didn't necessarily have a conscious um, thought to get into politics. It's just how it was a nat- natural evolution of things. Um, living overseas for 20 years in Brussels, which is the political capital of Europe. My husband being Danish, you know, um, they're very uh, politicised. You know, all, all of our kōrero around the dinner table is always politics, you know, and everybody's involved from the very old ones to the very young ones. Um, and then coming back into Aotearoa after 20 years of absence and seeing just how things had gone sideways for far too many people and and that gap between those with and those without and the injustice of all of that struck me already when I got back to New Zealand um, and but it was always a question of you know understanding this one thing when you see things as an external you you can always pick you know stuff but you have to live in it and be among the community and understand you know how the people feel and and you know how far people, the community, are willing to go to progress ideas such as um, justice for, you know, economic justice, social justice, environmental wisdom and all those things. So it just took that time and I I actually first stood for the Greens in the 2020 election. I wasn't on the list for the Green Party. Um, They just needed a paper candidate to run in Northland and that's where I'm from. So I gave that a crack and it, you know, I had a lot of fun. And then since that time, working within the Green Party and going to into some depth, I think, around their policy and really understanding what they were about and rewriting much of that policy, actually bringing those te ao Māori perspectives, kind of gave me the, the, the background, the experience to be able to stand this time um, as a, you know, for the candidate seat as well as taking, uh, being on the party list. And do you have political role models? Um, I guess I do, but it, it's it, my role models stem from more my upbringing on our marae at Titi Waitangi Marae. It's kind of a political place, uh, in case you didn't know. Um, you know, and and my role mod- models were more my komatoa, you know, my elders on the marae as we debated things. And there were some pretty gnarly debates on our marae, and not everybody is agreeing, but... Um, the tikanga on our marae is such that you sit there and one person speaks one at a time and everybody else has to listen. You may not interject. Um, and even though there might be debate, the there is an expectation that you will bring everybody together and you will take the time that it takes to do that. And then when you leave that, that, that hui, you speak with one voice, you know. So my role models are really my komatua, I would say, on our marae. So, um, you know, we, we spoke a little bit about election night and, um, you know, so Greens have got 13 uh, members of parliament. Greens have got 14. 14? Yeah, but yeah. 14, yeah. maybe going to 15. Yeah. So, um, but that isn't 
what the polls were saying before election. Is it, I mean, has there been discussion? I mean, what are your thoughts on why that vote drops away? And it seems to every election, you know, I mean, the polls all had you, you know, kind of 12, up to some of them were up to kind of, you know, 16%. Um, but, you know, what it was kind of more like 11 on the night, right? Why is that? Why does that well, drop away? Look, I don't know. I just have a fundamental issue with polls. I have a fundamental issue with how everything is set up um, around, you know, campaigning time as well. You know, there are certain issues that are pushed and expectations and there's a bit of like a self-fulfilling prophecy to too to many things. But, you know, the polls are, they're just polls. And I think I said in our last interview together you know, we don't listen to the polls because we are the polls. So it's really at the end of the day, it's up to the people to get out and cast their vote. Well, I suppose that's the problem, isn't it? That they're not. That, the you know, what we saw, you know, there was a drop-off in turnout. Um, that is a problem. It's not the problem about why the polls aren't working. I think that the yeah, polling yeah. process is fundamentally flawed. That you can... Um, poll, you can ask questions of a thousand people and then get a spread of answers and then say, oh, this is, you know, statistically correct within whatever 4% is, I think, fundamentally. It's been a long time since I've been in school, but I don't know. When you've got two and a half million voters, three million voters, and you're only polling a thousand, I mean, it's a bit hard to believe. I actually, um, so three of my debates were televised, and in the last uh, TV debate, they did a poll. And they phoned up the online uh, surveys, 500 people. I was one of the people that they called on the Sunday night before the, they shared the results at the debate on, on the Tuesday. And, you know, all I can who, say... Who did, you, who did you say you would vote for? <laughs> well, look, I didn't... I did not disclose that I was actually one of the candidates because I wanted to see, well, how do they ask these questions? And, you know, the first question they go is like, what is the number one issue for you um, that you'll be voting on that you think is an issue at this election? And I, in my mind, I know that everybody has been so primed to talk about cost of living, right? So I, I'm not surprised that on the Tuesday night they come out with cost of living was the number one issue for people. But it did not necessarily mean that people didn't care about um, climate change or the need to um, cut pollution or, or the need for uh, a redistribution of wealth or, or social justice. It's just that those issues weren't primed to be there in the front. So the whole process was really skewed. So um, this week, you know, you got to go off, what, Monday morning down to, down mm -hmm. to Wellington, mm -hmm. um, you know, and this is, this is something that most people in New Zealand will never get to experience as being a member yeah. of parliament. So tell us about that, that first day and, and, and what happened. Sure. Um, well, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a different, um, and, and that is to say, it's a different world. Um, you know, it's not the difference is not being flown down to Wellington or put up in a hotel for the night, five minutes walking to Parliament buildings. You have the Mihi Whakatau, where everybody is welcomed in by, you know, Te Atiawa Maniti Whenua there. Um, and we are this year the, um, the number of new MPs, something like 47, all right? And the bulk, of course, are national. 
um, candidates or, or MPs, I should say now. There's some ACT ones there. There are only two new Labour MPs in that cohort. And then, of course, you know, seven, eight uh, Green MPs. Um, we all brought into the space and uh, into the Artea, they call it, or the, the sort of like the opening space. And we, we've got a series of induction workshops that we have to go to, things like, you know, covers over our responsibilities in terms of uh, employing staff, you know, um, having personal assistance, uh, both at parliamentary office, um, but also back in our in our home, you know, Rohe, um, covers off the debating chamber, how that functions, covers off, you know, the different mechanisms within parliament that uh, we need to know how to use in order to affect change. It's not just legislative change. Um, how does debating happen? What's the purpose of select committees? How does that all work? La, 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 la. So we've got... Um, Two solid weeks where we need to be there atinana in person and and going through these workshops um, and then this week coming we have uh, we can do these remotely via webinar so just lots of information to take in at the moment um, the manaki the care uh, for us is is really quite special it freaked me out when I walked through the doors of Parliament. And the security guards say, ah, Darlene, welcome. And I don't, we've not been before, folks. You know, I'm used to that down here on the street on Waiheke, but not at Parliament. So, um, you know, they've got all the security guards, all of the staff, every all the parliamentary staff have uh, a little A4 pick. Um, little A4 thing with all of our photos on it and all of our names and where we're from. And, and they're just incredibly lovely and supporting. What was the, um, you know, you're going through these inductions, you know, the cross-party inductions, right? Yeah. So what, what's the, the vibe like between the people of the different parties? You know, oh, was, it's was there crack a, up, Was eh? there a bit of swagger from, from National Enact or? No, there isn't. It, but it is a crack up. It's really uh, quite stereotypical, I would say. Like, uh, I'm going in, I just see a sea of blue Hallenstein suits, uh, you know, and then you see uh, a bunch of folks all in, you know, what I call hoko hoko shop clothes, which are secondhand clothes, such as myself, because we're into slow fashion whanau. That's the greenies, you know. <laughs> and then you have the Maori party who are all in black uh, with, you know, their, their thing. It's it's interesting. The first day, um, you're really weird because people are tribal, you know, and I... I'm a tribal person, you know. I, I'm raised as <laughs> in a hapu, uh, but I've always moved in the world very fluidly. And among, I don't do cliques. I don't do little clubs. You know, if I'm a member of a club, I'm a member of all the clubs. Um, so my second and third day, I just started going through. Okay, you're on my hit list today. You're on my hit list today, meaning to say I'm going to come and meet you. We're going to have a court or we're going to we're going to discover the treasures in each other. What about the, so you must have met as a Green Caucus as well. Yes. Um, so have you started kind of discussing, you know, areas of responsibilities, like, like perhaps what kind of select committees you might be sitting on? For or, sure. Yeah? 
for sure. I mean, we all, we are each coming in with our own talents, with our own strengths, with our own passions, right? And it's uh, it's important that we can uh, talk about that as a ropu, um, just to see, you know, what bases are we going to cover, you know? Before we do that, though, it's about understanding, hey, what's our plan, team? If we're in this for three years, which we, we are, what's the strategic plan look like? It, that part is a bit difficult to assess right now because it won't be until the 3rd of November before we know how those final votes lay. And then it won't be some time after that until the new government is formed um, and they'll set their own strategic plan. So there's going to be some reactionary um, you know, aspects to our own plan there too. So it's a bit hard to go into the nuts and bolts, but we have been absolutely had already had those kōrero around, okay, um, we, you know, Darlene, you like oceans. That's no secret within the Green Party whānau. I wrote the policy. Um, so everybody knows that, but there's a couple of others who also really like oceans. And what I do appreciate with the Greens is that we just mahitahi will just work across. There's nothing territorial about wanting to be the uh, spokesperson for oceans. Actually, we're all going to be speakers for climate change. We're all going to be speakers for oceans. We're all going to be speakers for social justice and all those things. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of your portfolio interest. I mean, as a list opposition MP, does the party also kind of assign you a kind of a territory or an area to kind of be active in and and be present in? No, but I, you know, in terms of for Tamaki Makoto, I mean, that's really that's you know, those are the people that I stood to represent, and you know, their issues are are, are very clear uh, for myself. So. I know that I'm going to have to work, and with whom you know whomever the uh, electorate MP is, because that's still up in the air right now. Mm. Is that going to be Peony Hinari for Labour, um, or is that going to be Takutai um, Tash Kemp for Māori Party? Aha kotaha, irrespective. I know I'm going to have to work with those, either one if not two. Um, I mean, you were in lots of debates with those two. Yeah. I mean, who who impressed you? Who do you want to see take it out? Um, for me, it's not about the personality. Again, you know, and that's a point I, I'm at pains to, to underline. Um, and and what freaked a few people out actually in the Maori electorate was me on television in the final debate saying, a party vote green is enough for Darlene. You know, koe matapiko, which means don't be holdouts, don't be selfish. Let's think about what's the best outcomes for our people. And if I look at Penny Hinare and everything that Penny has actually delivered for Māori people across Tamaki Makoto, it's huge. Takutai um, gives a heck of a lot of ground experience and cover around that social justice side through her mahi and manurewa marae. Oh my gosh, what a treat. And then you have myself who's coming in hard on the taiao, on the environmental, on the, you know, all, all of that sphere. Between the three of us, we can cover over a lot for all the people, and that's that's how we should work. And you know, uh, over the next three years, I mean, I mean, what's it kind of, what are, well, what do things look like for you over the next month? You finish your induction, and and then you start to kind of settle into a bit more of a pattern. But have you got a sense of what that will look like? 
No idea on pattern. What I am enjoying is apart from Waiheke, I'm remaining low. I've got a down low um, uh, interest level, I would say, vis-a-vis media. So I'm not being um, hounded by media as some of my other colleagues are. Um, I can just just really imbue myself in the place and understand how that space is working and then we can see how the new government is going to be established and then clarify really our role and our accents in that in terms of achievements and then just get into the work before all of that visible stuff comes online. So I don't see a pattern yet but I do see a dynamic and I'm really happy with being you know, having that space out of the limelight, if you will, to get some, you know, get some clarity. Yeah. Well, look, congratulations, Darlene. And uh, thank you for, for joining us this morning. And uh, I mean, you'll be spending a lot of time in Wellington. I mean, yeah. uh, yep. So, but you'll still be present around the island, I imagine. Oh, look, it was, it gave, I had so much joy coming back on the 4.30 boat last night back to Waiheke. As soon as I got on the boat, I was home. It's it's quite a long trip from Wellington to Waiheke, isn't it? Well, it's not so much that. It's just about touching home. And I I just want to mihi, mihi atu kia koutou, just a big shout out to everybody in the community, actually, whether you voted for me or no. Just thank you very, very much. Um, I'm loving that I can come home and I can just be Darlene. And, um, you know, if you ever have any questions or issues and you see me in the street, please, you know, know my heart of my, come and ask me. Let's have a, have a yarn. But this is home. This is where I recharge. And, and I'm very, very thrilled that we have two MPs, myself and Chloe, who care extremely deeply about Waiheke well, it, and our community. Yeah, and actually, I mean, I, I, I meant to mention that earlier, but I mean, I'm, I'm as far as I'm aware, you're the third MP from Waiheke. There may be some way back. Obviously, we've got Sandra Lee, Denise That's Roche, right. and, yes. and yourself, all from that kind of, um, I mean, because Sandra Lee was Alliance, so mana um, um, eh? So yeah. yeah, so all from that kind of, that part of the political spectrum. But, exactly, yeah. exactly. And... Um, yeah, I think that's the other thing that I'm I'm reflecting on too. No pressure, eh? Um, you know, the penny has dropped about the enormity of responsibility, and 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 you know, the, yeah, that comes with this role, and I'm deeply and scrutiny. Oh yeah, but that should mm. always be right, and you know, we need to be uh, held accountable at every point in time, and and I'm very happy. I'm very, you know, I welcome that. Kia ora. Thanks very much, Darlene.